Hello. Hi. I'm Brother Jack Coffey. I'm Sister Latter-day Twain, and I'm I, so excited. Your Twain is quivering. Uh-huh, with it's excitement. It's like it's vibrating. I can't wait. It's like someone flicked it, and it's just like... I'm murking all over your Twain. I want to hear what happens in the rest of the story of Sherry McAdoo, me. So if you're just tuning in, this is part two of Sherry McDoomy's story. Yeah. It's it really a, just Sherry Doomy, but we like saying Sherry McDoomy. I think I feel like, feel like it's better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Sherry McDoomy's story is a story of shame. It's a story of shame balls deep in the brain. Yeah. It's a story of of shame balls. It's a story of of teen pregnancy and more shame balls and shame balls I and brown babies i spend most of the episode just like rolling around on the floor in disbelief yeah, 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 yeah. like most times we have guests so anyway if you have not heard part one please go back and listen to part one because you don't want to jump into part two we don't want to you've got to hear from the beginning from when she was born of goodly parents she was born of goodly parents and it all went to fucking hell after i hate that. the word goodly do you? Oh yes. Did you know that um, that Target changed their their in-house brand from Market Pantry to Good and Gather? That feels like goodly. Good and Gather. I wish you hadn't told me that. <laughs> Fuck Target. Now you I have to go to back buy, to Walmart. You used to buy Market Pantry half and half, I and know. now and now you buy Good and Gather. I really fucking hate that. So anyway, much. so if back you're just to joining Sherry us, McDougal. let's get into, <laughs> into Sherry McDoomy. <laughs> As she tells us about teen pregnancy, marrying a brown guy, sex shame, balls deep. Where, mm-hmm. where else are we going? Oh, just not unconditional love whatsoever. No, very conditional love. Yeah, yeah. Love based on conditions. Yeah. So let's jump right back in. Yay. You guys, we're back. I poured another drink because I didn't want to ruin my priesthood. Just kidding. I don't. Oh. I don't have the priesthood anymore. So you went to the bishop. He said, mm-hmm. "You know, if we report this, then it will like, then there will be consequences for this young, worthy priesthood holder yeah. who raped you." Yeah, we don't want him to have a hard life. Ugh, I mean, what a shame. Yeah, poor so guy. He has a whole. He has a whole promise of the future. Oh my in gosh, front of him. it is so hard in this world for like uh, white men. I know you guys, straight <laughs> white men. They carry a heavy burden, and we I don't want to. We don't want to ruin that for him. So, um, yeah. So that happens. So that <laughs> happened. And, um, yeah, so the bishop's like, oh, well, would you want therapy or what? <gasps> and, um, <laughs> and, yeah, and I was like, okay. But he was super reluctant. I just remember being super, he was super reluctant about this. And this was a bishop I didn't really know very well, but it was my parents, because I was living with my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was their ward. Yeah. And their bishop. And let me just, I just want to say, there is a very weird cultural cultural thing in the Mormon church where you go to the bishop for everything. Mm-hmm. If you're having financial troubles, you go to the bishop. If you're having marital troubles, you go to the bishop. If you're having, you know, sexual troubles, if you're having addiction, if you're like anything you're dealing with, the your first line of defense is the bishop. Mm-hmm. Because in Mormonism, you are taught that that bishop is called of God, that he has special keys, that he has special powers to be able to like call upon the powers of heaven for you. That in that and the bishop is just some fucking fifty year old that lives in your ward. It's you know what I mean? It's just yeah, it's some guy. They always have money. Yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. true. But it's some guy that lives in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and that you're suddenly going to him for marital advice and he might be like a plumber or like a you know <laughs> yeah. or a janitor for his and no, yeah. nothing wrong with being a plumber or janitor, but yeah. would you go to your plumber for like <laughs> please tell advice, me how to yeah. deal with my addiction to methamphetamines you know or whatever like 
But somehow in the Mormon church, like that's your first line of defense is go to the sky. Mm-hmm. And they don't have anything. They don't have any special powers. Mm-hmm. They often are very compassionate, loving people. They often, you know, are men who really care about the people in their neighborhood. They're also often sexual predators. Like that has been a big thing coming out lately of these men that are supposedly called of God and are and and that were called you know, by people who have the power of discernment to know that these are really good men, yet they're sexual predators. So, But we are taught that the bishop is the spiritual steward of the congregation or your ward. Right, right. And that he held certain keys, and those are the words they use. Right. Special keys. Yeah. Like janitor keys. They, they have oh, a special, They're on a, they're on they a special ring. keys. Oh. My ring of keys. We won't even go there. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so you go to this guy, but he's obviously very uncomfortable by this because he doesn't want to ruin this special young man's life. And so that's another, you know, it's my fault. That's another thing. I hope that young man's dick has fallen off at this point. I I hope he has a disease and that his dick has fallen off. The thing is, I don't even remember his name. You really don't? No. And it's great. I'm so sorry. It's it's okay. Thank you for being sorry for me. Anyway. Um, So yeah. So then from there on, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to steal this on my own. Um, I'm not concerned about trying to get to the police. I'm not concerned about, you know, all this um, because like what's going to come of it in my mind, like what's going to come of it. It's just my fault. So I'll just be more careful. Yeah. Um, And then I find out later that my, you know, I do go to the doctor. I make sure I don't have any STDs or that I'm not pregnant because um, I thought maybe I was pregnant, but because I didn't start my, you know, I didn't have my menstrual cycle for a few months. Your menses as it's called. I didn't have my menses. Um, (laughs) And they, were, the doctor and the nurse were like the most compassionate people in that whole situation. Thank God. Oh. Thank so God. that was kind of nice. Um, but yeah, they, you know, I wasn't pregnant. And, you know, I started my period the next day. Okay. And the nurse was like, you, you might be just super stressed. And so it's just, your body's just kind of holding right. it in. Yeah. Holding it in. freaking out. Yeah. Sucking yeah. it in. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, I was clear. And then I find out later that my, my dad was like, I think Jill just lost her virginity. Was telling this to my siblings. Your name is Sherry, by the way. Shit. Sherry, Mc- <laughs> Sherry McDougal? Sherry Doomy. Sherry Doomy. Sherry, Mc- Sherry McDoomy. <laughs> Sherry McDoomy. I like that. Uh, I was like, I think that she just, you know, had her, had, like, lost her virginity, is afraid that she was pregnant, and just tried to make up <gasps> the story to, like, what? so she wouldn't, like, get in trouble. Oh, now, my I God. Want, I want to back up. Not really back up, but we were we were chatting with Sister Sherry McDoomy, uh, <laughs> Doomy Sherry Doomy, um, before we started recording, and she was like, we were we were you know even though Brother Coffee's known her for a while, and I I'm just getting to know her. We were both still asking questions, like trying to get her to know her family background and all that. And she's like, so my so my dad would hit a lot, and then she kept talking about something else. And we're like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean hit? He was hitting. When you say hit, do you mean like he'd like put on a fresh beat and he'd hit it? <laughs> or do you mean he'd like punch you? And then she was like, oh, yeah, he, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Just very nonchalant. Well, she's had all the therapies, which is why she's nonchalant about right. it. But like, like that's the kind of like patriarchal father figure mm-hmm. we're dealing with. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's telling your siblings that you just wanted to make losing your virginity sound like it wasn't was your fault. I was pregnant. Right. Yeah. Like more oh. dramatic. Yeah. yeah. That was the, <sighs> well, that was good. the thing. Well, good yeah. job. Good job. And so... So, but that wasn't the case. But anyway, I, <laughs> so here's, do we have to take a break? Are we okay? No, we're, okay? we're good. We're, good. Yeah. we're good. So from there on out, um, I decide, 
and I th- in the therapies, I learned this is kind of sometimes a coping mechanism for people that are a victim of sexual assault. Sexual assault. Sexual assault. Yeah. Is they want to take control of their sexual life, and so they kind of sleep around a lot more. Okay. And so oh. I did. Great. And here I was. Good job. Yeah, I did. Take control. I took she control. Fucking. And it was just kind of those things like I could sleep with somebody, and then. You know, never like talk to them again. And it wasn't a thing like I didn't feel connected to them. I could like dis- disconnect myself from it. And P2P. that's super interesting, but that makes a hundred percent sense to me. Yeah. That you would that that would be a way to say like, no, I'm in charge of this. I decide who I sleep with. Yeah. I decide what kind of relationship we have. I decide if we have communication afterwards or whatever. Like that makes total sense yeah. to me. That oh, that would yeah. be that that would be a way to like take control. Our yeah. Our theme song for tonight's very apropos. Control. Control, Control. by Janet Jackson. To get what I want. <laughs> anyway. So you started sleeping around. Started sleeping around a little bit. It's great. And it's fine. You know, it's whatever. Did you feel empowered? Um, I I think so, yeah. Or Maybe in that time. were you still kind of crazy and kind of fucked up from the time? Um, I think really, I, I think at the time I felt empowered. Okay, yeah. good. And okay. so it, for that time, it was, that's what it that's was. That's what you, yeah, that was yeah, part of your it is, healing. It was what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's fine. Yeah. Because I didn't really do therapies until later. <laughs> I love therapies as a plural. I know. I'm going to start too. using that. Forever. My multiple Forever. therapies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, so that happened. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I... This is a side note, and this might not matter, and I hope nobody that I know listens to this and, <laughs> and recognize that I said my own name on accident. Um, but in this back of my mind still, I'm like, okay, so I need to get back to the church. Yeah. Like, I need to go back to being Mormon. I need to yeah. clean my act up and be Mormon. Yeah. And um, so I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to sleep with anybody. So I'd grow my pubes out. <laughs> this will keep me from doing it. Right. Because you don't this, want anyone to see that. This vision. big old yeah. bush. This. No one no one wants to get down there. Nobody wants this. Okay. So that was my but and at the time, you know, as I mentioned, I was a massage therapist, so I worked in salons a lot, so I would get a lot of waxings. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm good. You're I'm like, going I'm good, church. you guys. Oh don't wax God. me. I'm going, I'm going back to church. This is the best thing I've ever heard on <laughs> on all twenty seven episodes of Hot Drinks. But, the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Do straight men really not want any bush down there? I, well, okay. So my husband, my current husband, who I got team pregnant. Your by, current husband. My current husband. <laughs> Sorry, current husband. Sorry, um, Gary. He's so he's so great. Um, I was at my moment where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to sleep with anybody, and then you know, I met him, and and here I was. Yeah. So he has very low expectations because of grooming. I was <laughs> of grooming and personal standards. In your experience, Twain, they wanna they wanna. A, a shaven puss? What do they want? What do the straight guys want? I don't know. Uh, I really think, uh, for me and my experience, it's like a 50-50. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. everyone just has, you know, some people like Mexican food. Some people like <laughs> Chinese food. It's like, everyone's got a preference on their things. On their things. I just love that you're like, well, I'm going back to church, so I'm going <laughs> to, got to, got to grow this oh, out. <laughs> you know that old primary song about growing your pubes out when you go back you to church. Back to church. <laughs> Oh my god! So keep your cupcake frosting. You got, you had to grow the frosting back. You got to it grow were. your frosting back. You needed to get the frost. You needed to get all the frosting It'll back. It'll never be a sweet though. It'll be a sweet. Anyway. You got somebody put salt instead of sugar in your frosting. <laughs> so you grew the pubes back, the and pubes then back. Um, yeah. So I would just kind of go back and forth. It was starting to wrestle. Like 
I'm failing at life. I need right, to go back to right, church. I'm right. such a terrible person. Shame balls. Shame deep balls in your deep head. in. Deep in um, your shame balls. Yes. Yeah. So Just I was, those shame balls slapping your <laughs> yeah. face as the shame cot comes so in. So I, anyway, I had I'm moved sorry. out of my parents' house at this point. Right. Obviously. Right. And um, <laughs> Obs. But I mean, we still lived like 10 minutes apart. So we'd still like hang out and, and all that stuff. Hang and, out? I mean, with my parents. Like, what do you still, mean? Like, like we'd have family bingo. dinners. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. I still see my family. I've never really been like distance from my family we've all been close You're very close we love our siblings we all love each other that's we great. all get that's along great good. um that's good i mean unless you don't meet the expectations i mean you, you dated them you fucked them yeah i so kissed all, him yeah um, you kissed your brother we i talked kissed to my him. brother oh my it's fine it's fine um so that's a that's a different pod that's for <laughs> oh, season three shit. <laughs> season three is sibling love sibling love god um, so let's take a little break let's take a break and then let's talk about um, getting teen pregnant We're back, and that interlude you just heard was called The Face of Thrush. Whatever the fuck that means. Because isn't thrush when babies grow yeast in their mouth? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's the face of it. That little jazzy interlude you heard, that's now, the face of thrush. Now you can hear the thrush the babies, thrush, babies' that, faces. That cheese on your baby's tongue, ah! that's what it sounds like. Jesus Christ. Jesus goddamn. Jesus. Anyway, Cheesy so tongues. you grew out your pubes. Grew out my pubes. Met the brown guy. I met my brown guy because... um. His sister-in-law and I worked together. We were both massage therapists. Oh, she set us cute. up on a date. Cute, cute And she cute. said, you know, uh, he just You got... love my brown brother, Gary. Oh, I'd be so into him. Yeah. Well, she well, she said, you know, he just got divorced from another... <gasps> oh, I didn't know Sherry... Gary was married before. Sherry Doomy. Same name. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. Her name was also Sherry McDoomy. She had the same name as I did. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, she said, you love him. And she said, he's just... This is the way she described it. This is a side note. Side, we got a lot of side notes here. Lots of side notes. It's um, you know, he's just super nice. That's okay. good. Okay, cool. And then, like, so what does he look like? Because I was 21. Right. right. Oh, yeah. Right. She was, well, you know, like, his hair's down to here. Oh. He had long hair? To his <gasps> butt. Oh. Yeah. His culo, for our Spanish listeners. <laughs> um, and uh, she was, he likes to party, and he just got divorced. Does that mean cocaine? And he's very nice. That means alcoholic beverages. Oh, okay. He loves to party. Because He's got hair to his culo. It's very has, nice. I mean, that's all I want in yeah. my life. That's Sign all I up. want. Like, as I'm looking for a man, hair to his culo. Yeah. Likes to party. Likes to party. Very, nice. very nice. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah, Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. So we go on a date. And she asked me to wear underwear. Like, she goes, uh, when you date my brother-in-law, can you, like, put on underwear? Wait, wait, <laughs> did wait. You not wear, did, why? You, did you not no. wear underwear a lot when I massaging? Po- I was poor. I couldn't afford underwear. <laughs> oh my god! Why no. did Why did Here's she know thing. that? I because they just knew I don't. They never never wore underwear. Do you currently wear underwear? Is no. that a very personal question? No, it's fine. No, I don't like to wear underwear. Okay, no, it's, it's just a thing I just don't do. Okay, it's cool. I'm sorry. You know it's, what? One it's of my kids. Me. One of my kids hates underwear. You don't need to apologize. No, I'm not sorry. Okay, I'm not sorry. <laughs> one of my children, when I come home. He's like sitting on the couch and his underwear is like in the corner. And he has his he has his pants back on, but his underwear is just in the you corner. You need to remove it. And I'm like, "What? Why is your underwear in the corner?" And he's like, "I just don't like it. It's uncomfortable." And I'm like, "Just put it in the hamper. I don't care." Just, I don't like care I don't care what you wear. I just don't need dirty underwear in the corner of my living room, you know? 
Like, this is a very, you guys, you've seen, this is a very stylish living room. It does not need a dirty underwear. <laughs> no, a little dirty pair of Hanes in the corner. It it's not cute. Decor. It doesn't fit the decor. Oh, so I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if you want to wear underwear or not. Don't wear it. Just put it in the hamper. Yes. So you don't like underwear. So I don't wonder. I'm an all or nothing type you were, person. He had hair to the culo. He was nice. He liked to party. You, I didn't you wear put underwear. put underwear on. You, did you put underwear on or were you like, fuck that? I was like, fuck that. Don't tell me what to do with my yeah, underwear. Yeah, don't tell me yeah. what to do with my coochie. <laughs> You were like, this bush is big. There's no underwear. And don't worry. I'm, I'm going not, on a date. I got my bush on. I'm just going on a nice date. So in a sense, you did have underwear on, but it was your bush. It was my furry underwear. It was your furry bush. I was wearing all natural underwear. It was fresh from the The, the underwear Lord. that God intended. God gave me that underwear. God but gave you that furry Who am I to say bush? no to my no, God What do they call it? A muff? Uh, uh, a... Um, I don't know. There's a wig. There's a pubic wig. What? Yes, there's a name for it. For a pubic wig, like an artificial yeah. muff situation? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'll look it up. Keep going. Okay, keep going. Okay, so we start dating. Uh, somewhat. You know, he's da- dating other people. It's fine. So right. It's fine. Right. Um, moving on. Um, so we start hanging out often. Um, we start being intimate like not immediately but like day three right right right. so it's fine you can't resist that hair to the culo no no it's hot it's fucking hot he put on a bun on top oh top a little a little little bounce bounce bounce. (laughs) how you gonna say no to a bounce bounce (laughs) you're not you're not you cannot say no Twain can't say no to a bounce bounce a man bun bounce bounce merkin oh it's called merkin Merkin. oh that's a pubic wig yeah okay does it have like a strap to the back or is it like glue on? Oh, I don't know. I didn't Google that much. Get in there. Get okay, okay, okay. I'll okay, talk okay. about my my man. Okay. And so we're dating. I introduce him. I bring him to like family functions and stuff, and it's fine. He's so in his culture that he's in. It's all about family, so right. he's fine with going to family functions. It's right. not a weird like right. thing. Um, in his brown culture, in do you want to say culture. what his brown culture is? It's of the islands. He's an island culture. He's an, of an island culture. Okay, okay. Um, we're going to keep it a little anonymous. We're keep it a little anonymous <laughs> to, protect, to protect the secrets. <laughs> to protect all our secrets. Um, yeah, and so he, he's we're, we're hanging out, um, and you got the bush. I got, got the, the bush. Hair to the he's got the hair. I ended up just I was like, ah, let's all just wax it off. It's fine. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy it. Um, <laughs> And you know it's fun. Like it's fun. It's he's older than I am. He's about nine years older than I am. He's and, nine years older than you. Mm-hmm. Jesus Lord. Okay. Yeah, he's a sweet baby. Take the wheel. Yeah, but he looks young for his. He does look young. Yeah, we fit in. Um, then I find out I'm pregnant, and um, you know that's not in. That was not in, in your, the, that wasn't in my list. That wasn't in, in, that the, wasn't in the covenants. Nor mm-hmm. was it in the blessing when you were a baby. When no, they were like, please bless Sherry. That she finds a P for her V. That P was supposed to only go in the V after the after T. The mer- after the he, TW. And he was the supposed to be W. Wedding. What's the W? White. What? <laughs> oh, my God. So, not only had you not had the TW before he put his P in your V, yeah. he was not W. Mm-mm. And you were W. I was W. He was OTI of the islands. Sounds like a disease. He, he had an OTI. So um, <laughs> so there's a lot of complications. So there's some complications he's, here. He's been in your V and you're not, you're not, mixed not, race. I'm not M. Yeah, I'm not and married. And you're not married. Yeah. He's not of the same. Uh, he's not white. He's not white. So these are complications. Yeah. So we, um, he tells his family right away. He's excited. He's, really? Because he's older. He, he's always wanted kids. Well, he's not old. He's older than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in his um, 30s. And, um. So his parents were excited. 
and is What did you think when you found out you were pregnant? Oh, I was scared of shit. Really? Yeah. Did you ever consider like ending the pregnancy? I mean, I know that's I didn't, a super I didn't consider question. abortion, but I did consider adoption. Okay. And okay. I had talked to, I had gone into uh, the LDS adoption agency. Right, right, right. And just kind of see like what my options are. Right. Um, and they were like, well, number one, this baby is half brown. So, so we, we don't are deal not, with this. We are not interested. <laughs> So, yeah. So, um, his family knows, like, right away. And they're excited. And, you know, they... God they bless them, though. In. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that's really, like, that's super sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, getting getting pregnant when you're not intending to is a very complicated thing. Yeah. But, like, what a lovely response to just be like, we are... If, if this is what you want, we are so excited for yeah. this baby. And mm-hmm. we will welcome this baby. And we will welcome you with open arms. Like, yeah. what a beautiful response. Instead beautiful. of instead yeah. of worrying about, like, oh, but you're not married. Oh, you haven't known each other for that long. I mean, obviously, those are things that the two of you need to work out and consider together. Mm-hmm. But it has nothing to do with his mom or his grandma or whatever. And how beautiful just to be able to be like, whatever you guys decide, we think, like, a baby is a beautiful thing. We yeah. love a baby. They're you know? excited for him to finally have a baby. Yeah. Good and, for um, Yeah, so... They've known, they know for a while and I'm just haven't told my family. And then I start to think about it. And I said, if my parents find out, I mean, they're going to find out. Sure. It's going to, something's going to show. <laughs> it's how, it's how babies work. That's how babies at work. At some point, I can't another run. I can't human is coming out of your vagina. <laughs> mm-hmm. So at some point when that human tell. comes out of your vagina, they're, they're going to know. Find out. They're going to be like, wait a minute, what's happening? Yeah. So you tell your parents. So I am still not living, you know, I'm on the Seaville road. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Carterville Road. She was on Carterville Road. Got pregnant on Carterville. Um, so I, just, I, I got to tell my mom. It might hurt her feelings if she knows that everybody else has known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nobody in my family knew. I hadn't told anybody. But his family all knew. And so I wanted her to not feel out, you know, whatever. So I call her on the telephone. And I said, hey, mom, it's Sherry McDoomey. <laughs> Hello, I am your daughter. And... Um, She's like, oh, hey, you know, we're just having small talk. She's asking what I'm doing tonight. And I said, oh, I'm going to go out with Gary. We're just going on a date. And Gary. She goes, she goes, oh, you're still seeing him? Oh, fuck. <gasps> oh, fuck. No. <coughs> and I said, uh, Was it because he was brown? You know what? I'm not sure. Okay. And maybe. Because, one of, you know, as we mentioned, he was married before. And her response, when we started hanging out, and she's, and I said he was married before, and she goes, are they divorced because he beat her? Because what? that's a stereotype for island Islander men. That's a what? big stereotype that they beat their wives. Oh, my God. And so. <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. And I said, no, I mean, that's not it. The Emmy Award for, like, inappropriate responses to your children <laughs> really goes to your parents goes this to your year. Parents. I, for and, 2019. Uh, like, and, and, and the last, Thrones, the Game la- of No, Thrones. Game of Thrones did not no, win it. They don't get it. Your parents have won that award for the last 15 years. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's for Gary and Gary. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Gary and Gary McDoomy. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't um, even know what to say. Drink anyway, your, so. Drink your water, So, Shelby. yeah, so she's saying, oh, you're still with him? And I like, said, indeed. She's like, oh, you're still hanging out with this guy? And I was like, yeah. But she goes, well, I just want you to, like, see other people or, so, you know, whatever. I don't know. She didn't really expand on that. And, I mean, I was 20. I was a fresh, young 20. Just a little cupcake. 21, 22. Just a little fresh know. cupcake. Yeah, I was around there. And I said, yeah, we're still hanging out. And I said, you know, we've been talking about getting married. And she's like, oh, you, you have? So yeah. And also, I just want you to know that um, I'm pregnant. And she goes, are you joking? <laughs> No, I'm serious. And um, 
I don't remember much after that. And that the Emmy call. for inappropriate <laughs> comments to your children goes to Gary McDoomy <laughs> for Does He Beat You to anyway, Be Beat His Ex Wife. Keep going, keep going. Um, yeah, so that phone call ends. She doesn't talk to me for weeks. Thanksgiving <gasps> for happens. I don't get invited to Thanksgiving. I get invited, like, I get a text that morning that says, you know, we're having Thanksgiving at your Aunt Gary's house <laughs> if you want to come. And Aunt Gary lives like two hours away. And, you know, that morning we're eating in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Lunch is at noon. It's 1148. <laughs> if you want to drive two hours to Aunt Gary's. <laughs> we got to take a break. Sister, <laughs> Sister Twain is getting her keys to go drive away in her car. So we're going to take a little break. You guys, we're back and we've been talking on the break about cat towers. Well, and how our cats need some cat towers. And it's a metaphor for what? Penises? <laughs> Bushes? I don't know. I bushy, don't know. bushy pubes? I just, yes. I just didn't want it to seem random. For Merkins. You for got Merkins. For Merkins. A cat. A cat. Just put your cat. A Merkin tower. You guys, I've been drinking a lot to deal with the emotional trauma of Sherry McDoomy's um, story. <laughs> So I feel like I'm not I'm not a great host right now. So because okay. I'm very tipsy. Let's talk through it. Let's 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 summarize to where we're at so far. So okay. you were born of goodly parents. Born of goodly parents. You went into primary. I haven't primary. They told you you were a slut. You had it. You you went to young women's after you asked if you were masturbating. They told you you were a slut. And then uh, you you were raped. graduated. Wait, you graduated oh. high school. You moved away from home, right. and to get away from your Mormon parents, you came to Utah County. Right. And then, <laughs> right. And then you were sexually assaulted, right. and it was completely your fault, right? Because yeah, you're a slut. And, um, and then, and then, of the jorts. you took control of your sexual life mm-hmm. by going out and fucking proactively, right? Um, and that empowered you for a bit. But then you were ready to go back to church, so you grew out your pubes. You met the brown guy. You got pregnant. You told mom, and she was like, "Shit!" Yeah. And you weren't invited to Thanksgiving. And yeah. then, and here we are. Here we are. Here we go. That was a beautiful that was one a good minute. Recap. Like in one minute and twenty four seconds, you recapped her whole life. So Thanks. anyway, my life is so. You're not. Funny. You're not. You're not welcome at Thanksgiving. And then. And then um, there was something I wanted to side note right quick. Okay. Right quack. Right quack. But now I can't remember. So let's. So let's, let's move keep forward. going. You weren't invited to Thanksgiving. I wasn't invited to Thanksgiving. I mean, you were invited, but it was ten but minutes it was before. Like, the oh yeah, whoops! You want to come or what? Uh, she was feeling bad. I guarantee yeah. you, she was feeling bad. And was like, well, at least I need to tell her. Yeah, I need to tell her in case she sees us posting on what social, social media. MySpace? The social media on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, with her blingies. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I'm trying to get on with my life. I'm scared as shit. Right. I actually, at that point, I have a falling out with um, my baby daddy, who's now currently my husband. Right. And um, and I'm scared because. Like, I don't want to marry him at this point. Like, I don't, right. because of goings-ons. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm scared. But then at this time, I am getting the rudest text messages from my siblings. Oh. Like, you are such a slut. We heard that you planned this. This kind, These kind of texts. Oh like, God. very painful, very. So at this point, I'm kind of like separated from my now husband because of you know finding things out of what's going on and things that didn't pertain to you know wasn't good of goodly report good report or praiseworthy yeah and um and then i had my family attacking me and it was just really hard 
and so I'm scared, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Right. So, right. um. And I'm over here thinking, have an abortion! But, but I know, we, I wouldn't have either. I wouldn't have either. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't do that. You don't. It, it, from what we're learning, in you my don't 20s, do that. In my yeah. 20s, probably even my 30s, I probably couldn't have done it. Yeah, that wasn't an option to me at the time. Yeah. Um, just totally. because of my balls deeps in my brains. Oh, <laughs> no, I know, I know. But I'm glad I did not. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. I love my children very much. And yeah, I love yeah, my yeah. daughter. Yeah. Um, You're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- it was awful. It was so awful. Oh, that sounds terrible. It was terrible. Um, they weren't nice. Um, so... <laughs> 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 and I think I'll never like I've forgiven them, you know, whatever. Like I understand your head, but that was it was really rude. And like it's something I would just never get over. Like I don't think it's something that I can just like put a band-aid on and be like, oh yeah, we're totally cool. Like So I have been experiencing some trauma with my family lately, and it's not the same type of thing of that you're experiencing, but there is a feeling of like, I still love you and you're still my sibling, but I will never forget that you said those things. Mm-hmm. And maybe that means that I'm like a petty and shallow person or whatever, but I'm just like, I have had siblings say things to me that I'm just like, oh, I'm never forgetting that. Like yeah. I'm... It's in, it's in the That's thing. in my head. So even if it's you were sorry, even if you didn't really mean it, even if whatever, like yeah. I'm not ready to just be like, it's cool, whatever. Yeah. Right. And I want to say that one of my brothers did apologize as of late for like the things that he had said to me. But only just recently? Only just recently. Oh my God. Yeah. How old's your oldest? Child? Yes. 12. Okay. So So he's like, sorry about the things I said 13 years ago when you were pregnant. Mm -hmm. So you guys, so you reconcile obviously with your Mm -hmm. brown guy. Yeah. With my brown. And, and then you decide to get married pretty quick because it was like three months later, right? It was, yeah, it was awful. So we just, we decided that we're, we're going to get married. And you know, at this point, I'm just so like looking back, like I'm just not standing up for myself. Yeah. Like I didn't want to get married while I was pregnant. Yeah. I didn't want to get married with a lot of the cultural things that, um, that his culture brought, culture brought, mm-hmm. um, and my mom kept saying, you cannot have this baby out of wedlock. You need to get married. That kept oh, pushing me to get married. But, you know, I would, I, like thinking like if, if my daughter came to me, I mean now because I've been in that experience, but I don't know. Like I wouldn't have had health insurance yeah. if we got married. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. That's why I had my child without any like health insurance because um, I was kicked off my parents once I got married. Yeah. My husband didn't have any. Yeah. Um, and just like. Is this is this guy good for you? Like, right. should you get married to this guy right now? How long have you known this guy? Right. Like, let's let's right. hold back. But anyway, but that's fine. But that's not where she was at. So it was all like, you have to do this. You got to do this. And so I'm. It's just- so crazy though because like, why does it matter? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it that it's like kind of this old idea and it's this old mentality. But like, why would it matter? Why would it matter if you're married when you when your daughter's born, you yeah. know? But somehow it's like the most important thing. Yeah. Even if it financially doesn't make sense, emotionally doesn't make sense, like whatever. But like there has got to be like a judge's signature on that line on yeah. your wedding license before that child comes out of your vagina because somehow yeah. 
because it, because somehow it changes something about her. Either she's like a bastard, or she's it, it, it makes yeah. the entire thing more like legitimate. either she's legitimate or she's not. Yeah, depending on some weird legal piece of paper. Yeah, it is really weird. And I do I remember my side note that I um oh good. So going back to when I wasn't super invited to Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> so I worked at a coffee shop. I've worked at coffee shops since I was sixteen, which by the way made my mom cry. Oh, when good. I of got a, it when did. I got a job at a coffee shop when of I was 16. It did. Why can't you just keep working at Shopco? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so and I I feel like working at coffee shops, it's kind of like the place where people who um, maybe don't feel like they fit in. Yeah. It's kind of where they gather. Yeah, especially in places in like Utah County, Utah, and in the, Idaho, yeah, in Mormon, yeah. yeah, in like the more where Mormonism is is heavy. Um, so I work at this coffee shops. Multiple coffee shops in my life, and um, there's one where it's always open on Christmas. It's always open. It's open all the time. Yeah. And it's called the Moon Dollars. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I worked there, and I, I always remember, like, a Christmas or Thanksgiving or any holidays. This is before I got pregnant, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, that there were boys who were gay who would ask to take our shifts and they say, well, we're not really like invited to our family's holiday functions anyway. Uh And, and I'm like, well, that's shitty. And you know, that's always in the back of my mind. Like that's so shitty, but like that would never happen, you know, to me because I'm not a gay woman, you know, whatever, but like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I don't really know. It's probably coming out wrong. But then, um, but then here you are. Here I am, the a pregnant, pregnant slut. woman. Yeah, I'm a pregnant, unmarried woman, a teen at 22. Yeah, and so um, you might as well be working at at Starbucks because yeah. at Sun Dollars <laughs> because you're a hussy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, then I'm like, okay, so this is what I mean. And I talk to these boys more. You know, they're Mormon or they were raised Mormon, but then they're gay, and so their parents don't really want them around, and it's painful. But then. And I cannot compare what I went through to what they went through. But I do see, like, this stupid shit, like, they don't fit their, we don't fit their expectations expectations at at whatever point in our lives. And they, it's tearing apart their relationship that they could have had with their families. So let's take a little break. Okay. And then let's talk about how Mormonism tears apart families. Yeah. I love how we're getting to the crux of this um, because you worked at Starbucks with these gay guys. Yeah. And you saw the similarities. What's so funny? Just the, like, <laughs> the crux of this story is some, is <laughs> some homos at Starbucks. Starbucks. Anyway, keep going. You had a side note, though. I had a side note. Um, so I get pregnant. And yes. So I'm pregnant. Um, not right now. At the time. Not and, right now. And my... Uh, you know, my mom finally gets over that hump of like being super. I I don't know what her feelings were. I can't. I wasn't in her. I wasn't balls deep in her brain, so I don't right. know what she was thinking. <laughs> and um, yeah. So she's telling. She's finally going and telling. Uh, you know, her mom. Right. And she tells her, and I don't know what she told her exactly because 
we have a Christmas party. I'm not super showing it because I think maybe I was, this was around Christmas. I got pregnant. I remember it was before Halloween. So I'm still maybe my first trimester is going in my second trimester. Okay. And it's my first kid, so I'm not super showing. So um, we're at this Christmas party with all my cousins and my grandparents, everyone on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. And everyone's getting ready to leave. And my grandma pulls me over, you know, and says, oh, Jesus. says hey, don't you want to, like, make an announcement? <laughs> and I said, no, no, I don't want to. And she goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, your mom told me, like, um, how about you make an announcement? And I was like, I don't want to. So anyway, she gathers, she gathers everyone. Hey, guys, before you go. Even though you said you didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> before you go, Sherry McDo has an announcement. Sherry McDo me has an announcement. And mind you, my now husband was there with me. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. You know, that's Hi, Gary. He, everyone meets him. Right. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, my grandma, you know, everyone stops and turns around. All eyes on me. And I said, um, so... I'm pregnant, and that guy you just met, old Gary on the couch, he's the dad. <laughs> and my grandma goes, oh, I thought you're getting married. <laughs> oh, God. And I said, well, I don't really know if I am yet. Like, there's no plan. So <laughs> oh, damn it. So awkward. So then my aunt... Um, Gary. Gary. She, it's funny because her name actually does rhyme with Gary. And it's a fruit. Sherry. Cherry. Cherry. No, Gary. Barry. Gary. Um, she yells out, it's not fair. Wait, what? <laughs> it's not fair. My daughter, Gary, was married in the temple and she can't get pregnant. <gasps> what? <gasps> this is at the family Christmas party? This is at the family Christmas party. At the in event. the cultural hall? At my sister's house. Okay. <laughs> Your story so far has been a little bit of fucking everything, you know? All the horror place. stories that we hear are all happen to you. We've I feel got... like you didn't prepare us I'm emotionally sorry. for this. I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> the pubic so hair got Aunt you. Mary Berry. So Aunt Mary Berry yells that out. My daughter can't get pregnant. Yeah. And she got married, she got married in the, the temple. temple. It's not fair. And this, you fucking slut. This slutty bitch walks in <laughs> with a brown ass dude. <laughs> has a baby in her womb. You, in her, de- you didn't deserve in her it. I didn't deserve it. pubic womb. Yeah. Okay. Even with a muff, she got knocked up. Okay. So continuing on. So. <laughs> so me and Gary just go sit on the couch. It's right. the most. Like. You can't even make this shit up. No, you can't. Everybody goes, starts crying, <gasps> hugging my mom and <gasps> saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> and me and Gary are sitting on the couch like, um, like nobody's talking to us. It was awful. It was They're sorry so to awful. your mom. Sorry you sorry your Sorry to your mom. Sorry your twenty two year old teenager is knocked up. Sorry your daughter is such a slut. Yeah. Sorry she has a brown baby. Cooking yeah. in her womb. Oh, she didn't Christ. even stick to the plan. Did she not make that list? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with her frosting? Where? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, so 
And that was Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, and you guys. So, that was Christmas of 2006. When did you get married? celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we got married, yeah, to a woman who wasn't married. <laughs> Jesus. Um, we got married April of 2007. Congrats. Hap- I mean. Thank you. Mazel tov, mm-hmm. Really. Something like that. Yeah. L'chaim. 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 Okay. Felicidades. Wow. And you're still married to him. We're still married. And, and you still like him. I love him very much. Oh, yes. good. He's great. Oh, good. He's very yeah. attractive. And so you told me tonight, you're like, we keep having kids because you love sex. Yeah. Our, our marriage was pretty rocky at first because it was just we didn't really oh, know yeah, each other that well. You've we, known each other for like we, three or four months. Yeah, yeah. It was hard. I was suddenly a wife and a mother. Right. Like, I mean, my baby was born beginning of July. We were born like late August or April. Born. You were married. Wait, married. What did I say? We you were born. Said you were born. I was born <laughs> a baby. Let's start again from the beginning. Let's restart. <laughs> Let's start the podcast so over. I was married. We were married end of April. She was born beginning of July. So it was just babies from the beginning. Yeah. And um, and babies are hard. Babies like are in hard. any situation, any circumstance, like babies are really hard. And you have yeah. four now. We all four. with the same guy. All with the same man. We're married. We're living the dream. <laughs> living the dream. <laughs> and are you going to continue to have children? No, we've. I have been spayed and he has been neutered. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. congratulations. So yes, none, no babies have come through my vaginal canal. They've been all cut through my body. Oh, good. And so it's when the last time we were cut open, I was like, just, You're just like, we're done. Just tie cinch those. it up. Just, just yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. We've done enough. Wrap it up. I won't do this again. I won't. Yeah. And, you know, we've had our back... When we first were married, he was super into being Mormon. Because it was like... It, like, we both were like, we have done such a terrible thing. Oh, God. Um, and But let's fix our shit. Let's fix our shit. But he had been disfellowshipped. Right. Um before you know we got married we got married he got his he got his keys back they gave him back his janitor keys (laughs) and he would go to the temple four time four to five times a week jesus and leave me home with the baby right and and i kept being like this is stupid yeah like i need you here yeah i don't know how to raise a kid yeah yeah, yeah. i'm a teenager yeah (laughs) mentally i'm I'm mentally i'm mentally 16 years old and, but you know, the church like was encouraging it. He became elders quorum president. Right. I hadn't been through the temple. And right. so that was like something that like separated, like, you know, he was better than what me at that point. Why you though? We, I, he had been on a mission and stuff. Oh, so, so he, he had, had already was, done all that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't like, I'm going to go through the temple and not you. Yeah. No, oh. he had already done it, but okay. because he like cleared up his... His bad juju right. got got his janitor went, keys back. To the repentance, process. he was able to unlock the temple door and go in. And <laughs> he paid his membership dues. Um, yeah, so then we that was really hard for me because it was just something like we couldn't do together. You're just trying to get in good with the old JC, and <laughs> that I, means Jesus Christ. And I'm just here with the baby, yeah, and watching iCarly or whatever. Right. <laughs> oh my. Because you were 16. Miranda Cosgrove. Miranda Cosgrove was an amazing actress. Anyways. For her generation. No, she wasn't. Anyways. She uh, was great. And so, how is your relationship with your parents and siblings today? 
So I think it's good. We don't get deep into stuff. They know, they're, they're aware that I don't want anything to do with the church. Yeah. Um, and has that been the case since when? That you don't want anything to do with the church? I, I think since my youngest was born. And she's four. Okay. okay. So that's when they've been aware of it. And I think they've always been trying. I would get texts like, here's my testimony. You know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, those kind of texts. And um, I just ignore it. I love a texted testimony. Yeah. I love it. Love it. And there'd be things where my mom would try to say, like, you know, we're always willing to babysit if you guys go to the temple. Oh, Jesus. Like, but otherwise. But otherwise. <laughs> we're not willing to babysit. But if you want to go see Hustlers starring <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, where you can learn to be a young Asian woman. <laughs> Then no, we're not going to babysit. We're not going to babysit. No, no. Um, yeah. So anyway, but so through our marriage, my husband's kind of been like back and forth. Like my husband, um, you know, he's like, oh, we've got to go to church, and I say, oh, no, fuck that, and and then then I'm like, oh, we got to go to church. So, so we did get sealed in the temple, and I was pregnant with my second at the oh, time. Oh, so cute! It's oh. So but the cute. whole not, time I was like. Like, I was scared. I was like, I'm in trouble. I'm in pregnant. So, like, ever since my first pregnancy, like, pregnancies have been, like, a... Traumatic. I'm in trouble. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Somehow, like, I gotta hide this. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, so we did get sealed. I thought it was weird as shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I hated it. I, ne- yeah. I never went back since. Do you remember the patriarchal grip? Oh, yeah. I, oh. I could grip. I remember that. <laughs> um, I think it was a different one that I had to do in the back room. A oh. different patriarchal grip. Oh, yeah. well, you just dirty. grab his cock with your hand, yeah, and put it in your mouth. That's what they taught me at the temple. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that's uh, we did do that ceiling thing. So that was one. I'm fine. Yes, I'm fine. So currently, my husband and I do not attend church. Right. Fair. Fast forward Fair. to that. Okay. Um, I'm, Fast forward to today. I'm more out of it than he is. Like we we both we haven't had our names removed. Okay. Um, I really think it would devastate my parents, well, especially while they're on their mission, if they get a little, they find out about it. So my mom found out when I was like speaking, like I was doing a public, like a public speaking event about kind of my story and about coming out at like an LGBTQ organization. And like, there was a Q and A at the end and someone was like, so have you removed your names from the records of the church? And I was like. Yes, I have. And that's how my mom found out. Yes! She, was, she was in the audience. So she heard me. Did you, did you happen to notice her facial expression or were you avoiding? No, no, I was totally avoiding her. But okay. but that was like, we had never had a conversation about it. We never talked about it. But that was how she found out. Sherry McDougal. McDougal. McDoomy. Does your husband drink? Does he have tattoos as well? He has tattoos. He does drink. Yeah, he enjoys alcohol. So when you say he's not as out as you, what does that mean? It means he doesn't think that a lot of the stuff that is false is false. Okay. Okay. We actually had the conversation today. That means, that means, I mean, I just feel like when someone says he's not as out of it as me, there's some part of that person that still subscribes to the Joseph Smith story. He still subscribes to it a little bit. And I say, did you hear about this? (laughs) But do you know about this? <laughs> do you know about when he raped a 14-year-old? Yeah. So okay. I tell him that stuff, too. Okay. Um, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to kind of wrap it up. Let's wrap it we're up. We're going to ask you five questions. Are you ready for the five questions? Um, sure. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Let's take a break. <clears throat> you guys, were back. So, I think it's pretty clear how Mormonism ruins our familial relationships 
Yeah, because you you have a lovely husband, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You have lovely. lovely children. Oh, they're beautiful. But you had a rocky road to get there. Yeah. And a lot of that was due to the expectations put on you by Mormonism. Correct. So, yeah. So, we've proven our hypothesis yeah. that Mormonism ruins families. And, and, and I want to get into this more, but, but when you're ready to talk about your mother, Brother Coffee, Listen, Mary, Mary Jo Coco. I oh, wait, will just say this I, about... Oh, wait, go ahead. I want to get into this more about how, yes, it was Mormonism, but it was also our parents who, who refused, as grown adults, grown-ass adults in their 30s, 40s, 50s, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to think for themselves. Yeah. 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 They couldn't se- they couldn't separate what they were taught is what's supposed to happen from what is currently happening to their loved ones. Right. Right. They're right. saying this well this is how it should be so, you know, yes. fuck your feelings. Yeah. 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 And I just think I mean I know when I look at my own mother and there will be a whole other episode about that but like her <laughs> the so much of the pain and the anguish that she is feeling is created by herself. Because she, because like you said, she's so worried about the expectations of what she thought her kids would be like or what mm-hmm. she thought her family would be like. And we're not living up to those ex- expectations. So she is, so now she's in agony about the fact that we're not, you know, what she wants us to be. But, um, but it's all on her. You know, what like, a shitty she, way could, to live. she could just say, like, oh, good. Like, none of my kids are murderers. None of my kids are drug addicts. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. All of my kids are like contributing members of society. They've got they they're raising beautiful families. They've got great kids. Like I'm super stoked. I'm yeah. super happy because this is these are the kids I raised. Instead, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so worried about the fact that they don't pay their tithing. Oh well, yeah. And the fact that they don't live by the word of wisdom. And that's real. That's that real. is fucking real. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we have five questions that we like to ask all of our guests. Which maybe you have not prepared I am for. Ready. You're ready. Oh, I'm You're ready. ready. Sure. Okay. So, if your topic of how Mormonism destroys family was a cocktail, what would it, what would it be called, and what is in it? Uh, it would be called the Philoman. <laughs> like Helaman. Like Helaman. Okay. What's in a Philoman? Um, it would have um, just vodka. Okay. And. Uh, Lime. Okay. <laughs> and soda water. That's all. Just yes. a, it's like a vodka soda. I just invite I just invented it. It's called a filament though. It's called a filament. Like a like a filament. Okay, that's fair. Filaman. That's fair. Do you have any thoughts about the filament? No, I love it. I love how simple it is. It's, it's simple, it's straightforward. straightforward. Okay, if you were a golden girl, which one would you be? I'd be Dorothy. Really? Why? Um, because I'm just kind of like, you know, boys called me by my last name. Right, right. I'm just kind For of... For sure want... they called her Zabornak in yeah. high school. They are like, what's up, Zabornak? <laughs> oh, I wasn't super sexy. No. But I, like, I got it in. <laughs> but you got it in. I got it in. I was caring and loving and just, you know, realistic. Okay. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So you have spoken at length for two episodes. Oh, sorry. About... That's a long time. No, it's fine. I got more about, to say, too. Um, about... <laughs> 
how Mormonism tears apart families in your own journey. Mm-hmm. But if you had chosen a different topic and you had two minutes to talk about that other topic, what what other topic are you an expert on that you could talk about for two minutes? I mean, I guess I'm not an expert, but uh, self-care, okay. taking care of your body. Okay. Um, Tell us more. Because I don't take care of my body at no, all. I hate don't. my body. No. So I have done many types of jobs that have to do with the body. Okay. You know, massaging a body. Right. Making a body strong. Right. And uh, a lot of that helps um, put you in control of your own body okay it makes you feel good about yourself okay and um yeah but what if i hate myself well then fuck it <laughs> <laughs> so let's say someone comes to you and says i have no concept of self-care give me three things that are something that i could wrap my head around maybe in the next week what would you say i would say at least um take at least 10 minutes to yourself every day whether okay. it's reading just being quiet you know, praying and worshiping the Lord. You know, whatever you want to do. I think there was a T. I do that every day. I, w- I worship the Lord. <laughs> the Lord Gord. Um, yeah. Ten minutes to yourself. Um, finding some great uh, gratitude. Okay. This, okay. This is like, but not, you know, like not Mormon gratitude. We'll do whatever you want. Oh, no, no. Let's say you're grateful that you got out of bed. You're grateful that you have food at your house. And um, just like putting a lot of stuff in a positive spin in mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Josh, you got to... <laughs> My name is Brother Coffee. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Brother Coffee, you got to do that. And then doing something that just feels good. You want to... Rub one out. You want to rub one out? Rub it out. Rub you it want out. to go get a massage? Get a massage. You want to get your endorphins up? Is that endorphins? Yeah. Yeah. Um, by working out? Go do that. I love it. Okay. Do something like that. I love it. Okay. Um, all right. I don't do any of those things because I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. Don't um, start. It's fine. Number four. What is one thing you want to ask us? Um, have you ever kissed your brother? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. But I will say, one time I almost swiped right on my brother on a dating app. Because I was like, oh, he's cute. Oh, fuck, that's my brother. Have you ever kissed your brother, Sister Twain? No. No. Never? I, I was like a second mom to him because I'm eight years older than him. Okay. Uh, very, very maternal relationship. Never, never, you know, my sister and I are three years apart. And I think there was a time when she was like three and I was like five that we were... Um, we couldn't fall asleep at night, so we were like trying to kiss like they do on the movies. <laughs> I don't know where we've just gone. <laughs> you and Sister Volva? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that's pretty typical for kids that age. Is yeah. it? It's typical, you guys. Okay, and our last <laughs> oh question. God. What do you know to be true now? Um, that mm, love wins. Okay. Love wins. Love. Love Why do you say that? Um, Because I grew up in a church that I, or in a religion, I feel like there was, it was not based on love. There was no actual Jesus Christ. Right. And, um, but now that I'm out of it, I feel like I'm more loving and it is, um, feels so much better. Amen to that. Praise, praise to the, praise Praise to the the man who communed with Jehovah. No, no. Praise to the woman who communed with Sherry Doomey. <laughs> Sister Sherry McDoomey, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. You drove all the way up from Utah County, right? I did. Thank you so much. I, I feel, feel like we're all a little tipsy. I feel I hope fresh. You... I feel fresh. She feels I'm, fresh. I'm not tipsy. Out of Utah County. I'm oh, very tipsy. Oh, yeah. Um, so, thank you, Sherry McDoomey. 
Thank you, Mormonism, for tearing apart families. <laughs> what? Please bless that Mormonism stops tearing apart families. <laughs> um, and anyway. that these donuts will strengthen and nourish our bodies. And that these donuts will nourish... God, if we had some and donuts right now... Well, our drinking fountain water in a pitcher from the uh, from the church kitchen. Guys, if we had some donuts right now, fucking donuts. Anyway, we would like eat them. Okay, so we got to wrap this up. Um, hey. If you love what you hear, yeah, please follow us. Oh wait, we have a new segment. It's called Funny Things We Find at Brother Twain's House. What did we find today? I found a bunch of things. I, haven't I know, but you got to decide which one you're going to talk about. A picture of a house on fire. So <laughs> they're in Brother Twain's house. There is a picture of a house on the edge of a cliff burning down. Yeah. And it is a beautiful painting. Yeah. And when Brother Twain saw that painting, he said... Brother Coffee. Oh, when Brother Coffee saw that <laughs> painting, he said, I like that picture of a house burning down. Yeah. I like that idea of a house burning down. Yeah. So if you want to see a picture of a house burning <laughs> down in Brother Damn. Coffee's house, please follow us on Instagram it's at Hot Dranks. Hot Dranks. Then there's also Twitter at Hot Dranks. Uh, our email is hot dranks for the belly. Please email us if you want to tell us how we have impacted your post Mormon life. Mm-hmm. Please email us if you want to tell us that we're a fucking piece of shit and you don't, we don't know what we're talking about. We don't care. Hot drinks are for the belly, not for Nell Carter, though. What? Oh, you don't pay attention at all. Hot drinks for the belly at gmail.com. Anyway, thank you so much, <laughs> Sister uh, Sharon McDoomy. Thank you. Thanks for telling us about your brown babies. That's all I have. It's been a long. This has been a lot. It's every time we have a guest star. It's a lot, and I don't know how to keep going. No, you you don't. You do. I and I've been drinking a lot, but I got to keep the podcast going. So, thank you so much, and don't forget, Mormonism tears apart families. Covenant baby. Goodbye. We love you. (laughs) Bye.